All right. Welcome, everybody, to the Media Gel podcast. Today, I have the wonderful Anthony Allegretti. Allegretti? Allegretti. Allegretti. I want to do it over. Allegretti. 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 Okay, cool. All right. Welcome, everybody, to the Media Gel podcast. Today, I have Mitch Pfeiffer with Respect My Region, and I have Anthony Allegretti with 40 Tons. Welcome to the show, gentlemen. Thank you. Thank you. Great to be here, man. Always. Good to see you, Mitch. Good to see you, Guillermo. Hell yeah. Hell yeah. Yeah. Out here in Palm Springs, Hall of Flowers, vibing, meeting people, networking, growing business. Big chilling, vibes, laughing, having a good time. Yeah. Well, let's kick it off. Uh, Let's hear a little bit about 40 Tons and what you got going on. Oh, man, dude, it's been a, a wild ride. You know, we received a, uh, a lottery ticket on January 20th, 2021, when Corbin Cooper got uh, a presidential clemency. And yeah. tr- Trump let him out from a nonviolent cannabis offense that he had a life sentence for. So it's really just been crazy since then, you know, building the brand, um, you know, putting all the pieces to the puzzle together and just making it work, man. And so, you know, we're a social impact brand that's dedicated to bringing more diversity and inclusion of BIPOC communities into the cannabis space and providing second chances to those with past cannabis convictions. And, you know, we can't forget about the 40,000 prisoners still locked up over this. So, you know, we advocate and fight for them as well. Oh, that's, that hits the, that hits the heart right here. You're making an impact. You're, you're on the boots on the ground. Trying to. uh, Front lines, changing people's lives. Yeah, I mean, you know, it, you know, we're legacy guys. You yeah. know, we we we've been impacted by this this war on cannabis. All of our family members, everyone that's been involved in this company has had some sort of impact by, you know, the uh, prohibition of cannabis. And so, we want to take a negative and turn it into a positive, yeah. and you know, do it authentically, do it cool, do it stylish, you know, and work with others that believe in the same core values as we do you know, yeah. like respect my region. You know what I'm saying? You guys hooked us up with that, with a dope article and podcast yeah. last month and media jail has yeah. been incredible with your grant. You guys just gave yeah. me, so gave us. Um, so I'm, I'm forever grateful. Yeah. We're, we're happy to have you on and we, we want to make an impact. We, we really want to see this go nationwide, right. And global. Yeah. Right. So it's not only United States that they have these problems, right. So it's everywhere. Right? Yeah. <laughs> so just got to start in our, our backyard and, and then work our way out. Yeah. Well, thank you for joining us again. Uh, Mitch, you want to give a little background respect my region? Yeah, you know, um, I do a lot of these now. I'm trying to trying to get it refined. I don't have the, you know, <laughs> the, the pitch down to an elevator, but you know, the, the, the two parts of respect my region were a media platform that, that delves in the music, predominantly hip hop space and then the cannabis space. And then we do a lot of marketing agency work on the back end again in music, predominantly hip hop, as well as cannabis. Um, and, you know, similar legacy guy in the cannabis space and, and able to take the hustle legit through a different route than touching the flower or selling yeah. through dispensaries um, and just really, really blessed for, you know, the end of prohibition and the legalization around this plant. You know, never did I think, yeah. you know, back in the day that I'd be able to be conversing about cannabis on cameras and things like that, you know, yeah. and, and call that, make, you know, make a living out of that, you know, like back in the day, we weren't trying to talk about cannabis on text or phones or anything, you know, nope. so uh <laughs> It's, it's just a crazy time to be alive and, uh, you know, just really here to elevate the culture, tell the stories, connect with the people and, and make sure a piece of this legacy moves in as we go to the inevitable conglomerates and corporatization of cannabis that 
you know, the, the stories and the messages penetrate people and yeah. we can just keep our, you know, our thumb on the pulse. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's big. And, you know, we're, we're getting the message out there and you're doing a wonderful job showcasing people's stories, uh, taking everything in the mainstream, validating everyone, showing their authenticity. Right. Yeah. So it's, it's big. Well, and I guess to kick it off, like, how did you get your start in cannabis? Like, what did you? Oh, man. <laughs> Let's go back. Let's go way yeah, back. I mean, we're talking pre-teenage years. Tween. Pre-teen, you beat me. Oh, man. Yes. <laughs> well, when I was tweening, I, uh, uh, I was smoking. You know what I mean? And uh, one of the guys that, uh, that I was smoking with, this was in junior high school, was like, let's sell some buds. Yeah. So, you know, you remember back then you had those really big, uh, dub sacks, but they were big, but it was like a, like, you know, the shitty, yeah, mm. uh, Reggie weed, right? <laughs> but they were big, they weren't like the one grams, you know. Yeah. Uh, so we got that, and like it took us all week to sell that. Uh, and we realized, well, I realized, like, yeah, this ain't really for me yet. Little did I know, years later, you know, <laughs> we're getting into moving 40 tons of this shit, but um, that's kind of how I got my start in it, and then just was a consumer of it, yeah, you know, being in hip hop, you know, growing up in LA. You know, you're just around it, the vibes, the culture. Um, and so that's kind of how I got started in Canada. It's the same story for me. I grew up in Santa Rosa and, you know, I was DJing in the hip hop community and it was just everywhere, right? Like it was part of my DNA. Uh, I was DJing at, you know, started at 15 years old, probably smoked my first joint at 15, 14, maybe. I remember going to uh, Russian River up there in Sonoma mm. County. I don't know if you know the area, like Guerneville, Sebastopol, where all the redwood trees are. Uh, gotcha. That's the first time I really got blazed with my cousins from, <laughs> nice. San, with my cousins from San Diego. Yeah, yeah, you yeah. Yeah, they're older cousins out there. Uh, and always been in the game since. I mean, just mo mostly as a consumer. Uh, but, uh, you know, and then in my 30s, uh, a friend of mine, she was diagnosed with a brain tumor. And given a year to live uh, and she used rick simpson oil she used chemo plant-based diet and after that she you know everything kind of just went back and she beat it, it? Went, she beat it and oh, she's wow. with us today and wow. she's running the cannabis dispensary yeah so it's full circle what's was, her name uh felicia. felicia felicia man shout out felicia man you, you did your thing man we're glad you're here yeah so she she did her thing and that was the i mean that was the catalyst for me to like get serious about this you know, I started to hear all these stories about uh, how cannabis has made an impact on people's lives, not just what we see on the news, but I've seen all types of just phenomenal stories. Uh, when I got in the cannabis space, I was doing, you know, media interviews and everything. And uh, that was really just like hit home. I'm like, I, this is my friend. She, you know, I saw the whole thing, how, what she went through and how much it made an impact in her life, in her family's life and everyone else. It's like, man, we got to. That's I got to get, I got to get this access to everybody. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. It's cool. We can, we can, we can smoke joints. We can chill. We can do all that, but you know, there's also the medical side and, and it's impactful, right? It's just, it has so much, uh, so much power behind it and uh, something that's been hidden for all this time for, you know, certain companies and families wanting to keep it under wraps. So now it's, uh, it's getting that access to everyone. Man, I'm about yeah. to go drop off some uh, CBD to my aunt <clears throat> in Palm Springs, who's 80 something years old. Yeah. You know what I mean? She's yeah. 80, you know, nothing of the cultures that we're from and is using it because yeah. it helps her. Yeah. You know, so I'm literally after Hall of Flowers <laughs> and going to go over there and yeah. see her and, and, and bring that to her. So you're right. It's, 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 it's medicinal and it's, it's, 
it's calming, it's soothing. There's so many great things about it. And, you know, to, to go back to what you were saying earlier is the culture, yeah. you know, it's dope that hip hop is a culture yeah. and cannabis is a culture. Mm -hmm. And it's, they're two of the only cultures in the world. In fact, I'd probably say the only two cultures in the world that has every single person from the world Absolutely. in that culture. Yeah. You get what I'm saying? Yeah. And how people that look like us can all come together of different Absolutely. backgrounds, colors, Absolutely. races, the demographic gauntlet and be a part of these two industries. And we're a part of both. Absolutely. Yeah, we can share the experience, right? Like it's, it's universal. Yeah. It breaks all borders down. You know, it's going, we're going into Europe now, right? We're going to South America. Uh, cannabis is, is taking over. And that's the and, like, yeah. The beautiful thing about cannabis, like, you know, pre in, in prohibition era, yeah. like community, right? Like I think the powerful thing about cannabis is what, beyond just what it did for me effects wise, medicinally, recreationally, it's like, it was always an amazing because you sit down and share a joint with people. You could be from all walks of life. All, you know, we could, in today's form, we disagree and hate each other on yeah. Facebook or yeah. politically, but you could sit down, share a joint and have conversation and break barriers down to ponder questions, right? Where it's a less judgment and more open mind. You know, it's just, there's, a, there's a beautiful thing that, that comes with sharing a joint in a session, right? And sharing thoughts, like a small session and, and, you know, moving past prohibition into what we are now, cannabis still has that ability to bring so many people to, to, together over, over the shared joy, which I think can open up our mind and, and let us share experiences and ideas and really grow past just cannabis. Past the blunt, bro. Yeah, yeah pass it to the right, <laughs> to the right. <laughs> How did you get your start in cannabis, Mitch? Uh, you know, similarly, you know, I probably smoked, started smoking weed around yeah. 14, 15. Um, yeah. And, uh, you know, involved in hip hop. And so those kind of go hand in hand when, you know, listening to music, you know, when you first, especially when we first start smoking weed and then you put music on, you know, you, like... you hear the textures and layers in a way you've never heard them before. And, you know, I, I made beats at a very young age and did that yeah. for a long time. And so cannabis was something that just enhanced, you know, the creation. And again, that same thing, you get in the studio with someone and you start sharing mm -hmm. a blunt, like yeah. it just, you just start vibing on a whole different level and hearing things. And, and, you know, on the other side of the commerce of cannabis, you know, I started with a, a, a quarter, quarter ounce of some, some brick and, yeah. you know, worked the way up same way when we moved to, you know, invest, eventually invest that t-shirt started with a box and moved up to, quarter you to know, a key to the ROC yeah, to, to yeah. trucks full of boxes and yeah. t-shirts, you know, and, and um, you know, the goal was always to, use this passion and this thing that I had is to, 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 you know, go legit back in the day. Let's use this to fund some other stuff. Yeah. Um, and, and just through that and those experiences just really met a lot of people of what turned into this legal industry. Yeah. Um, and also a lot of experiences like, and I can't, you know, having you guys on here, I, I, I always have to acknowledge is like what I was doing back then was a, by choice. I know a lot of people that felt like they didn't have a choice involved with what they're doing. And in my, in in my experience in the commerce of cannabis really helped you know to the tune of what social equity is talked about now before that was a, yeah. a a tagline right like it that helped open my eyes to a lot of the racial injustices in america yeah. and just understanding like different people's perspective of my choice of doing something i didn't have to do it was a choice versus people that really felt there was no other way yeah. and providing for a lot of people and yeah. so even in the commerce of cannabis taking it back to that open in your mind and, and, and understanding different life experiences. I think, I think that really helped, you know, shape me as a person and unlock some passions and some, you know, lit some different fires in me. No. And that's, 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 that's great, man. And that, that's great that you, 
you know, you felt these things and, 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 and have now um, done things to help, uh, you know, equity and impact and, you know, sharing your platform with folks. And like, that's how you actually create equity in a space is by sharing and, and, and learning, you know, what, what exists, then doing something about it. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So thanks for sharing that. You know, thanks for, you know, sharing your, your, your platform. Absolutely. Yeah, we all have our journeys, right? And it's, it's uh, I mean, uh, jumped through so many hurdles in cannabis working in this industry. It's like, it never stops. Like, you, you know, what did Mike Tyson say? Uh, you know, you have a great plan until you get punched in the face. <laughs> <laughs> I got punched in the face so many times oh, in this man. industry. Same here. <laughs> punches that we lose our freedom over yeah yeah lose our, our livelihood over yeah lose everything we, we bought you know so this plant means a lot to a lot of us yeah you know? and it's uh it's great that like it's now coming full circle mm-hmm. you know you had to go through the bullshit to come out the other mm-hmm. side you know you know i can talk about my past and, and and you know going in and out of prison uh over it but like you got people like corvain who's yeah. it's t- 10x even what i went through mm-hmm. you know yeah. what i'm saying and so you know, with, with people like him, you know, you just got to pay it forward and, you know, and, and let, let, we're not saying we want to hand out, right? We want to hand up, mm-hmm. right? We, mm-hmm. we want to let the market dictate, you know, whether or not we survive, right? But it's having access and opportunity. Mm-hmm. That's where the problem lies. It's, you know, if we make a bunk product and it doesn't sell, that's on us. Yeah. But if we don't even have the tools and the resources mm-hmm. and the ability yeah. to get in the game, that's where there's this issue. And so this is why social equity is so important is because it, the lack of access, the lack of resources, systemic racism, all of these things that have been around for the last hundred years has had an impact on what is going on today, Absolutely. Yeah. right? Yeah. So if we're gonna make generational wealth for many, but then have generational displacement yeah. for this group of people, like that's not right, you know? And yeah. so we need to speak up and we need to do things to help as well as create brands, create yeah. platforms, yeah. right? And create commerce, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? Yeah. Forget asking for a seat at the table, we create our own table. Yeah, you know? 100%, 100%. Well, how, how can corporate cannabis you know, get involved in social impact businesses while being authentic? Right? You know, that's a great question, right? Because corporate cannabis you know, has a stigma to it that yeah. you know, all they, you know, that they're just about money, you know, it, they don't care. Um, but, you know, I think that there's people at corporate cannabis that do care. Yeah. And, and I think there's people that, you know, that we need to get into yeah. these positions within these corporate companies that can actually help make a change. And I think that the way to do it is number one, we, they have to, they have to truly want to help. Yeah. Like the core value of like really wanting to help and be empathetic is, is necessary. You can't just say, Oh, here's 10% of proceeds going to this charity. Um, and now we're social impact. The charity needs the help, but that doesn't make you, the company, mm-hmm. social impact. Like, yeah. what are you doing to actually fund some of these programs? What are you guys doing to lend resources, tools? If you don't want to write a check, what about giving access to your platform? Yeah. Right. And so these, I think, are ways that corporate cannabis can help. And really sitting down with business owners um, like 40 Tons, yeah. you know, like many of the other social uh, equity companies out there and asking them what is it that they need because yeah. is funding isn't always the answer yeah i mean it is a, a major part of the answer but it's it's access it's you know distribution it's it's manufacturing yeah. it's marketing yeah 
right? We could have the best product in the world. If we don't got no way to sell it, yeah. no way to amplify the message, how do we do it? So I think corporate cannabis needs to, you know, really have these authentic conversations with the smaller brands and the smaller uh, equity companies and really find out what it is that they need and then provide that support. Mm. Right. Yeah. Now let's talk about the flip coin. That's not profitable. Right. For every dollar that they spend, you know, on something like that, it's less dollars in their pockets. Right. And as a business and a corporation, what's the number one rule to yeah. a corporation? Yeah. Take care of their shareholders. Make money. Yeah. yeah. Right. Take yeah. care of shores. So how do you do it? So that's a conundrum, right? Well, enter 40 tons, enter brands like us that create a way to monetize mm -hmm. social impact, yeah. right? So that the, 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 the impact that we have pays for itself, right? U utilizing unique ways to, to, to make commerce. It's not just a simple donation, yeah. right? So figuring out those creative ways to monetize to then take that money and then use it for social mm. good. And I think that is how we can win. And that's how you can sustain. Right. Uh, so yeah. we make less on the individual unit, but we sell a whole lot more of them because people want to buy into the story. They want to buy into the brand. And so that's how corporate cannabis. Sorry if that was long winded. No, no, that's great. But I mean, it's, you got to tell that story. Right. People absolutely. people don't buy the product. All, you know, 100% the product. It's the brand. It's the vision. It's the values. Everything that comes along with that. Right. It's, yeah. You got to you got to pair both. You know, you got to have a good product and you have a good, have a good story and you have to have like good intentions. Yeah. Yeah. You know, I think it's all about intention and if, if, if you're just good people and you're a good brand, like people will gravitate to that. We yeah. all make mistakes. Yeah. You know, we all learn the trials and tribulations of commerce. Yeah. You know what I mean? You know, this industry is hyper regulated. Yeah. There's no money in it. Uncle Sam has his hand in every pocket at every level of government. Yeah. Not to mention W2, you know, outside of cannabis yeah. right that's an extra 30 percent onto your bottom line it's it you know the supply chain's crazy you know you go to the store you buy a thing of jiffy peanut butter it's the same mm -hmm. yeah it's not the same in cannabis <laughs> so how do you scale that you know so these are all just you know crazy questions and and answers that you know that we're all trying to just figure out um and do it in our own unique way dude as a as a marathon runner i don't know how difficult this uh this race would be, you know, all the hurdles that we have to jump mm -hmm. through that no one else has to jump through. It's uh, <laughs> it's a marathon. It's insane. It's insane. Yeah, I think we have someone at the door. Um, That's all right. We're gonna edit this anyway, so yeah, it's all good. Oh yeah, Divine. What's going on, on Divine? Come Just on in. in. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, I mean that's 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 what it all boils down to, like. You know, I, 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 I'm not against corporate cannabis. Yeah. I, I, you know, if it wasn't for corporate cannabis, we wouldn't even be where we're at. Like you yeah. need the money guys, you need the funding, you need people to build the, or the, um, the industry. But I just think that there's certain moves that corporate cannabis can yeah. make that can actually have a solid impact. And I'm starting to meet a lot of people that work for these companies that really do mm -hmm. care. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah, you do. And like who outside the cannabis industry would you use as a as a case study or a good uh, you know, mentor from what you can actually do and make an impact in in social? Hmm. Um, that's a great question, actually. Um, I mean, Ben and Jerry's does a pretty good yeah. job at ben and Jerry's. You know, at, at, at social impact. Um, 
you know, you we were talking earlier about Nike. I think Nike does a great job at at least amplifying the messages mm -hmm. yeah. um, of those that have been impacted. But as far as like on a business tip um, that's outside of cannabis, that's a good one. Um, what about Tom? The, the OG in the game. Yeah, absolutely. Blake Mykowski starts something yeah. that matters. Yeah. You know what I mean? And I think that's what it's about. It's about starting something that matters. Mm. Right. And then when you start something that matters, you know, it, 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 it turns into this avalanche of, of, uh, amazingness for lack of a better word and that's what tom's did yeah. for every shoe he made or got purchased he gave a shoe to someone that didn't have one yeah right because he cared yeah. and then what happened it turned into this massive huge company was it profitable for him in the beginning heck no for every one unit you got to give away two that's a 50 percent cut yeah right you know what i'm saying if you if you cut anything 50 percent, it's not gonna work you know so but it did yeah Right. So it shows that if you start something that matters, it can have a real impact. People get behind it. Yeah. The consumer, yeah. right? Like when you're buying something, A, you like it, it's comfortable, but you know, like this is truly helped. Like I'm, I'm also doing my part buying a pair of sneakers. I would have bought a pair of sneakers for this price anyways, but yeah. there's, there's also this social contribution, right? You feel as you know, not everyone, but th that ideal consumer feels something about yeah. that. I think that's as we move into this new generation of the conscious consumer of they care where their dollar goes to some extent, um, you know, it's, it's, it's a great thing to be a part of a business for the business to do something that, like you said, actually matters, but then the consumer connects an emotion to the brand, to yeah. the purchase, which is ultimately what we identify with brands, whether it's because of the athlete they sponsor or whatever. Yeah. And so, but it's a little bit deeper connection. So I think, I think that type of model is great. And like what you guys are talking about at 40 tons is, you know, not just, not just a donation, right. But doing yeah. something that actually has some sustenance behind it. I think that's really right. a key point. Help me build a website, right. Yeah. Help me with my packaging, help me with something. And, and in a way where like, it's not just you giving it for free. Like, you know, you're giving, you're giving us um, uh, a, a runway. Yeah. Right. The guy that helps you with my website, to make a two-page website i'll buy a website from him six months down the line when i've made money and i go back to that same guy who helped me originally and we continue to pay it forward and that's how you win that's how we won in the game yeah right you know what i mean when everybody eats is when everybody wins mm. and i think that just corporate business has this mentality of me 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 and only us eat and when that happens you get famine Right. So mm -hmm. when yeah. everyone eats, we all yeah. win. Absolutely. Yeah. Is there anyone up in Washington that you would like to highlight that's doing a great job on this cannabis mm. or outside the industry? You know, it's, it's difficult. I was just telling him, you know, him right before we started, like Washington really did a terrible job from a regulatory standpoint. Like we're just now having the social equity conversation mm. because it's a mainstream conversation <laughs> yeah. seven yeah. years or whatever into yeah. our program. And I think without it being a mainstream conversation, they, it wouldn't even happen in our state. And so I think that's ultimately just a travesty in itself. And it's, um, but there's some guys out there, you know, like, like the bakery is a dispensary out yeah. there that has done a great job of just hiring and, and they, and beyond just hiring, you know, people of color and from the culture, like they really do a good job of training their employees and and providing them opportunities to grow like hey we want to get you so good that you can take a job that we can't even give you right we want yeah. you if you are interested in building in this industry like we'll give you the keys and i think they've done a great job and just who they've 
sponsored, you know, from shows and the music community. And like, they've really put their dollars into the community really strategically. The, the reef is another story work out there. They're, they're definitely investing in like the arts and music culture, which is uh, in Seattle is very diverse. You know, that's, that's about the diversity in Seattle comes from the art and, and music culture really. Um, and so there's definitely some people like that that have, have really got, you know, PAX and Weed Maps are corporate, but they've invested in our local culture up there. Mm-hmm. Um, but, you know, there's not a lot of Hollingsworth company. They're not necessarily social equity, but they're like a, a black owned company in Washington, which is, you know, which I know is a small minority in cannabis in general, but Washington very, very specifically. Um, Emerald Leaves, I think is the only 100% black owned store in like the Seattle Tacoma metro area. You put two big cities together, the only 100% owned, shout out Dwayne over there. Um, you probably saw, you know, Sean Kemp's store came out with this marketing. Yeah. Of, it's the first black owned in Seattle. He owns like less than 5%. It was all a marketing. It was it. terrible, terrible uh, fumble <laughs> on them trying to, to piggyback off this social movement that's happened over the last two years. You know, that's you know, Sean Kemp, get your money. We want to support you. But the other guys behind that, they know who they are. Like th- that was a bad use of, of look at us for social equity when it wasn't social equity. You know, it was a marketing yeah. ploy. Um, and so there's definitely some people as, as a collective, it's not having it, but there's some people out there doing it. And, and, I, and I'll also say that it's, it's really been nice to start having more conversations where I think the individuals within the industry, whether it's us and our platform or people like the bakery or people like that, where they're doing what they can with their platform to provide it. They might not be able to grant licenses or give out crazy money or funding, but they're like playing their role where our regulatory body is continually fumbled the rock. You know what I mean? Like the people, the community is what's providing it, not not social equity within the industry itself. Yeah. Um, I got a couple brand, you know, brands and organizations that I'd love to, you know, give a shout out to that are doing some great things. I mean, let's talk about, you know, the advocacy people, right? The advocacy people are the ones that are on the front lines pushing this, you know, your, your freedom grow forever is your Sherry Sicards, you know, your life for pots can do clemencies. These are one of the first uh, groups of people that were standing outside of the white house, pushing the free to prisoner movement. Right. Um, Then it evolved into um, more organizations and you got, uh, companies like Marijuana Matters DC, shout out Khadija out there. She's doing wonderful things in bringing equity and entrepreneurship yeah. to folks in the cannabis space. Um, you got Last Prisoner Project, um, you know, with their, uh, you know, freeing the 40,000 prisoners movement and doing what they can to support. You have uh, Minorities for Medical Marijuana, Project Mission Green, right? Shout out Weldon Angelos at Project Mission Green. Um, some of the good folks out on the East Coast is uh, Urban Aroma. Urban Aroma is doing some wonderful things um, out on the East Coast that um, uh, you know that that are, that are have, that is having not just an impact in the business side of um, cannabis, but also on the advocacy. So they just did a recent partnership with um, Project Mission Green to uh, uh, help the cannabis prisoners with money on their books. Right. So there's like we got to give a shout out to like the people that are doing the advocacy. Mm -hmm. Right. And there's so many more than that. It's not just those groups like forgive me for not naming all of them. Um, Us. Right. With our can I get a second chance cannabis career fairs that we're doing now that we partnered with brand resumes uh, and the freedom unit with and, you know, providing that access, opportunity, education and bringing it all together. Yeah. You know, and so, you know, I definitely want to shout out, you know, the people on the advocacy side of uh, cannabis. Yeah, on the front lines, taking action. Yeah, just, just, you know, there's so many good brands and companies out there. Like, that's what I love about cannabis is like, 
it's a it's it's a it's a it's a industry that's for the people by the people mm -hmm. and of course you have you know corporate cannabis or you have you know the people that make cannabis not so great um but the great thing about this industry it's like it's one of the last industries it's one of the last frontiers where like the people the legacy mm -hmm. still can like control the industry you know what i mean and so we can't let go of that yeah, right we can't give that 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 access up we got to remain diligent um and um and own this industry yeah 100%. I mean, Mitch, I have a question related to music. Mm -hmm. like, how would you see uh, the, the, the music and cannabis evolving as uh, regulations and everything are kind of loosened and brands have the op opportunity to be creative with how they reach consumers directly? You know, as, as regulations ease up and I think brands are like less frightened for losing yeah. their license for like, you know, putting their name on something they're not supposed to. Uh, it just opens more opportunities, you, you know, music and cannabis, like we said, they, they really go hand in hand. And, um, you know, with these live events that they're doing, you know, up in NorCal, um, outside like outside lands, lands yeah. and some of those things providing like actual dispensaries and consumption lounges on site paired with the beer garden, you know, like in Washington, we have the gorge, you know, every yeah. music genre plays there, but you know, they do big country music thing. And it's like, people get wasted, like RVs get caught on fire, like, you know yeah, when they it, it gets really wild you know with, with alcohol and it's like as someone that throws events when you throw an event where there's no alcohol and cannabis like you don't have any of those like none of the issues all of the issues of nightlife and like live events is alcohol like, they're yeah they're all <laughs> alcohol fueled right and so as people start to wise up it's like i think we can have safer events right you're yeah. gonna have less issues with violence you're gonna have less issues with you know with with you know the the downside of like the predatory Negligence. men with you know women like that a lot of that yeah. stuff like I, I won't say it's alcohol is this the 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 main the root cause but it's the accelerator for a lot of these Big issues time. right whereas cannabis does not accelerate situations like that you know accelerates it more decelerates. like yeah yeah it connects us right it it's like connects us into the vibe more conscious of the earth you know if you want to that way you know and so um I yeah. think it provides a lot of, I think it, you know from safety and standpoint I think it opens up a lot of stuff but from brands it's like being able to connect and, and associate people, like like we said, people connect with products and brands because there's something there. You know, maybe it's price, right? But a lot mm -hmm. of times, oh, it's a, it's conscious. I'm spending mm -hmm. my dollar where I want, or oh, LeBron James is aligned with this company or whatever. But then if you add in experiences, right? I was at this music festival, the vibes were so incredible, and I was, you know, partaking in this joint, and then this crazy light show came out with this logo entwined right and you just like connect with this brand through this experience for sure know, like, for sure like it just opens up opportunities like that to to really connect and take the shit mainstream right yeah. like as as we normalize cannabis we help break the stigma which ultimately allows more mainstream conversations yeah. where brands can if they so choose can enter in you know enter in or revolve around that conversation yeah. so i think it it opens up a lot, you know, beyond the, the celebrity branded products, like, you know, that stuff is, you know, I don't know, it's, it's played out, it's oversaturated to an extent, in a lot of extents, but when you add in those meaningful experiences, that's where I think you get these deep connections with folks. You know what I think, why it, it, it now that I think about it, why alcohol 
is is the is the accelerator of these issues, whereas cannabis is the decelerator. Because at these big massive events, at any event, there's always machismo. There's always you know yeah. you're trying to be hard and cool and this and who's that. bigger oh, than the other who's person. bigger than the other. <laughs> you bumped into this person, right? And so then alcohol will accelerate that. Good, well, yeah. you don't go around sharing your alcoholic beverage with people, mm. but with weed, you pass the joint. So it's communal. So just the act of like me giving you something is a <laughs> gesture of like kindness, wow. right? So yeah. I think like subconsciously, we we because that's happening, it 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 calms things. You know what I mean? So taking that and infusing that into mainstream music and festivals and 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 uh, live events and you know being able to consume the plant in public and out at you know different different events. Um, is only going to make all of those industries better. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's going to create more commerce. It's going to create more peace. It's going to create more communalism. If that's a word. Um, it's going to. It's just it going to create more positivity, right? And so, I mean, I don't know why we ain't did this yet. You know, yeah. Right. Twenty twenty one. You know what I mean? It's time to go. Like, go to some places in New York. Have you gone to like some places in New York, like small spots, like clubs or? you know art galleries where they're smoking and they're like having a good old time like they're bomb yeah like it's great i, I just went to one in new york um a couple months ago at, um, at the legacy mm. um you know the legacy was fire on that right um what was the other one gifted gifted bk in brooklyn okay. is another uh, spot that we do events at in uh in new york that's consumption um super peaceful art hip-hop you know the whole nine yards you know so i'm happy that we're moving in that direction yeah yeah i've experienced just here in palm springs like you know being in coachella valley going to uh coachella going to stagecoach seeing everything firsthand and talking to security uh you know at stagecoach is a country festival and they said it's way more dangerous at stagecoach than uh yeah. you know coachella just because everyone's drinking whiskey getting aggressive and then you know when it's 10 o'clock, 12 o'clock at night, people start fighting. Mm-hmm. Um, there's a lot of, there's a lot of, uh, there's a lot of issues. And I, I mean, I've seen it firsthand. Yeah. Uh, and then, you know, Coachella, people will be drinking too, but they're probably doing other stuff to, uh, well, to look, elevate themselves. Look at EDC, <laughs> right? EDC, Electric Daisy Carnival, right? That's a yeah. massive f- festival. Now, I'm not advocating for this, but I'm making a point. There's really not that much alcohol there. It's, it's like ecstasy and like other types of of, yeah. of, of of drugs and i'm not advocating to doing that but my point is is the removal of alcohol right creates peace yeah you know what i mean so you would think from just like a a regulatory standpoint and a safety standpoint that cannabis would have more um, acceptance yeah yeah this the stigma just you know, right? Like any any event, any sporting yeah. event where there's families, not only is there alcohol served there at a ridiculous price, <laughs> there's banners and videos. You know, the the where's the hat game at the baseball stadium is sponsored by Bud Light. That kids are playing, you know, trying to figure out right the little boat race games or whatever they'd be doing at sports games. Like all that is sponsored by alcohol. Any yeah. Super Bowl, any family friendly thing, alcohol, 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 alcohol. And when you talk to cannabis still in the, you know, and, and nobody bats an eye, but when you talk about cannabis in the mainstream outside of the echo chamber of our industry, it's like, ugh. and it's like, talk to the security guards of these festivals. What, what are the differences between alcohol event and cannabis event? 
go to a cannabis event yeah. and then go to an alcohol-based, you know, not an alcohol, just any event that isn't cannabis yeah. and like yeah. compare your experiences, yep. you know, look at the bad, the cleanliness of the bathroom. Like it's just glaringly, you know, to us that have been on both sides, it's like yeah. dude, the stigma that you guys are putting on this cannabis, like it's so the other way. It's insane. And, and who, uh, a country that's leading the way in this is Germany. They actually limited advertising for alcohol and now they're allowing cannabis advertising mainstream so they're oh, doing the, they're doing the they're on the grounds they're the ones you know they're making an impact fast and i think they're one of the next ones are going to you know go recreational here in the next year or two oh that'll be uh, great. but they're they're ahead of the game you know they're already limiting this they know the impact of alcohol on their community they care about their their people right and you know that's why they're they're, they're moving in this direction they're going to the cannabis way Shout out Germany for that one. That's yeah. dope. Um, you know, just personally going to experiences, like I've, I've, I've never had an issue at a cannabis event, mm-hmm. whereas I have had when, you know, yeah. issues, you know, with, with, with alcohol. And I'm not like shitting on alcohol like that, but what I am trying to do is push the cannabis movement right. forward. Yeah. You know what I mean? You would think um, we wouldn't have these issues, but, you know, just like any prohibitionary period, you're going to go through these periods of, of, pushback right and so Mm -hmm. we're just in the beginning stages i mean alcohol had this problem yeah you know when they first got 20s yeah yeah. but the problem with alcohol is is that when they when they when they remade it legal they only gave licenses to like four or five of the top families (laughs) yep so they had a monopoly on alcohol for 50 60 years before craft beer and you know craft alcohol came into the play Mm -hmm. right it's not like that with cannabis. We got to own cannabis. Right. You know what I mean? Where Washington got it wrong, um, as you as you had mentioned, where California has its challenges. We have New York and New Jersey and some of the new states that are coming online that actually can make that shift, right? You know, half the licenses in Jersey have to go to equity, equity yeah. right? Things like that. Yeah. Um, legacy. Right. Shout out Happy Monkey, who's doing some great things in, oh, yeah. mm-hmm. in terms of events and, oh, yeah. and consumption and things oh, yeah. like that. Right. And keeping the culture with companies like that, you know, so it's a uh, it's different, man. And I'm, I'm just I'm just right here for the ride. man. <laughs> yeah. I'm here for the ride. I'm here to help out. I'm here to, you know, bring my small level of, you know, um, you know, impact to this mm-hmm. to this to this space and just, you know, do good business. Yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm seeing it right now. I'm living it. I, I feel it when I'm talking to you here. You're making an impact on on people's lives and giving them the the opportunity, right? The education, Tools, the everything. You Tools need and to resources. Just get started. Let's let's go, man. Let's no go. more excuses. No more excuses, man. Let's go out to Puerto Rico and see you. Yeah, and, yeah. And, and, and get it cracking out there. You know yeah. what I mean? And 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 and, uh, and and you know, just yeah, man. That's what it's about, man. It's about just doing good business, man. When you look someone in the eyes, you shake their hands, you tell them you're gonna do something, you do it. You know what I mean? And if you don't, you take ownership you, that you made the mistake and and, and you rectify things. And I yeah. think if you have those kinds of core values to your brand, yeah, you're gonna win. You yeah, know what I mean? Yeah. And, and, you know, as long as, you know, regulatory doesn't just, you know, crush you, mm-hmm. yeah. you know, but, you know, let the market dictate who you are, but I'm going to keep saying it, access, we need access. Right. Well, we covered a lot tonight, gentlemen, anything else you want to, you want to touch on that's uh, a topic, you know, a topic close to your heart? 
Oh man, I just think, uh, you know, I think on the on the topic of social equity and just regulation, I think, you know, the, the East Coast, like you mentioned, some of these yeah. states, I really applaud them for a couple of the activists have really pushed that, you know, we can't, we can't talk about legalization without talking to equity, right? Whereas yeah. like Washington very much being one of the first states to get adult use, like their, their, their methodology and a lot of things Like we don't have homegrown Washington, yeah. we don't have delivery. Um, I don't, I don't think either of those are even talking points seven years in the game, right? And when you still talk about access yeah. and equity, even just around consuming the plant, home grow is, is essential, right? Like why yeah. can't I grow a couple plants at home? You know, it just is, it blows my mind that that's not legal. And so I think, but I went on a slight tangent, but they, they were like, let's push through legalization just because we want it. And then yeah. let's change the other stuff later. And I mean, as yeah. we all know, like changing legislation is a long, <laughs> expensive yeah. process. And at the end of that road, it's not like you're awarded money for your efforts, you know, or, you know, so it's, it's, it's really out of a passion, right? So that's yeah. a, like a big salute to everyone that does advocacy and activism, because it's a very selfless use of time and resources, yeah. a very, very selfless thing, which I have a lot of respect for. But I think states out there and companies out there need to be cognizant of we can't have one and address the other you know that it needs to they need to happen at the same time because it's that important because yeah. you look at washington we're going to have social equity what we're going to give out licenses eight years in the game and i was telling him right before he started one of the most competitive markets in the country we don't have msos cresco those guys they're not coming to washington they don't want to compete in yeah. a small craft market they'd rather yeah. go to a new market where they can buy their way into regular regulations yeah. that uh, benefit their business model no no disrespect to them you know but it's, it's big business right but it's that's where we partner with yeah, those people to yeah you know we get in yeah, yeah. and you so I, I think just having that conversation playing that role and for companies out there that want to do stuff reach out to these organizations mm -hmm. and just ask questions and don't ask don't be afraid to because you start a conversation with someone you're guilted into giving them money or working with them but just have these conversations you know i know Diligence. you guys yeah you guys last prisoner probably any of these guys are more than happy to just share this is what's going on. This is what we're doing. These are ways you can help. I mean, you even use this platform to shout out other groups, right? Like, yeah. I think it's just important to start asking. If you don't know, ask the question. And if you have this inclination to do something, do, you know, start taking That's action. You yeah. Know? yeah. So I, I think it's changing, man. And I'm, I'm seeing some of these MSOs, like I, I'm, I'm, I'm seeing the bigger companies, they're reaching out, they're trying. I mean, Cure Leaf has a really great thing that they're, that yeah. they're implementing. Um, who was it? They just interviewed Corvain and L'Oreal for something that was um, a Canada-based company. I forgot what it was, but they 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 paid them to interview them just to hear their stories because mm. they wanted to learn more about like what what the what's happening on the ground mm. levels. You know what I mean? So they're trying. You know what I'm saying? So it's like that's where we come in. We as an us um, to bridge become a bridge. Yeah. Right. So then that way, you know, we, 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 we can, we can grow this thing. Right. You know, so great points that you're making, um, you know, hopefully, you know, this comes out before uh, uh, our, our next big event, but I'd love to give a, a shameless yeah, plug to our, uh, to our event, but February 17th, 2022, we're doing the can get a second chance career fair at Hawthorne. We got another one in Oakland on March 24th. Right. And um We'll be in New York, New Jersey in June of 2022. So, man, make sure you support 40tons.co, um, support equity brands, support 87 months. Shout out Evelyn LaChapelle. She did 87 months over this plant, and all wow. she did was deposit cannabis proceeds. Um, wow. You know, so we want to support brands <laughs> like hers. 
and um, shout out Urban Aroma, shout out Method 7. We got, we, oh, I, that's what I wanted to tell you. That's we it. got some cultivation glasses coming out with Method 7. Okay, okay. Fire All glasses. Right. All right. So these are glasses. They're like high-end Oakleys for, you know, a, a comparison. And we partnered with Method 7, and we're coming out with our, with our own set of 40 tons cultivator right. and pilot glasses. And so it was dope, man. I cold called them. Literally, this is a case wow. in point of hitting up a corporate company. I cold called them on Instagram. I said, hey, guys, do you guys do things for like the community? And are you into like, you know, do you believe that no one should serve a life sentence over a cannabis yeah. plant? Of course, they're going to say yes. <laughs> right? So you get them to say yes. Right? Rhetorical question. So, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> so if you believe that, OK, great. Well, how would you like to, uh, you know, work mm. with a, a community brand? They go, sure. What are you talking about? Like a donation? I said, no, I had something else in mind. Um, can I get your email and let's set up a Zoom call? So I did. I said, uh, I said, well, um, we set that up, put the pitch together. You guys are a glasses company. You sell to pilots and cultivators, right? They're mm. pilots when you're flying 40,000 feet in the mm. air. It's the, you know, the, the sun yep. and then, you know, the LED lights. In the yep. I said, well, you guys are called Method 7. We're called 40 tons. How would you like to come out with a line of glasses called the 747? they loved it loved oh, it that's, yeah right they loved it yeah. but instead of 747 it's 747 mm. right um and have that impact um helping to get cannabis prisoners out of jail and bringing more diversity into the space with our stuff oh man they loved it they're oh, they're genius. being they're being made right now italian frames german Ooh. zeiss lenses um and so we'll have those out custom one of uh excuse me um Certificate of authenticity is like one of 500, two of 500, like that. Um, and that'll be out in like end of Q1, early Q2 of next year. Uh, I so I wanted to shout you guys out, man, because yeah. you guys always show love, man. You know, that's fire. So, that's fire. You know, yeah. And then just go to our site, go to our Instagram. We're partnered with so many different dope brands. We just got a huge grant from Media Gel, $40,000 in digital marketing. That's priceless. This is how you help equity and impact brands by providing yeah. resources and tools and not just the 40 grand but actually the back-end platform on how to get with all these publishers and all of that and that's what um media gel is providing for us so thank you man for yeah that. always like, it's mad we're gonna mad, knock it out of the park mad love for that man like i know you're modest about it but this is the president of the media gel foundation that we're sitting with here you know and it's um it's priceless what they're doing for us so Man, I just want to shout everyone out, man. Get it going, yeah. man. You know what I mean? Got my boy Divine in the building, and we'll, we'll have another uh, yeah. podcast on Grammy-nominated artists. So, you know, we're 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 just we're happy, man. Hall of Flowers, twenty twenty-one, Palm Springs. Yeah, yeah, vibing. Cool, vibing. Mitch. Disrespectmarginal.com, man. Stay stay in tune with the content. You know, we're on all the all the social medias, all the podcast. You know, I don't even fucking know all the shout all the out Joey from now, RMR. But- you know what I'm just saying? Google just, them. Yeah, Google. Just, yeah, check out Respect My Region. Uh, you know, companies that 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 want to work and you know amplify their story or got a good story to tell. You know, we're here. Um, you know, we want to just keep keep doing what we're doing. I got you, share, man. Share the news. Keep, I'm about keep, to send a gang of people your way, yeah, bro. Keep the culture yeah. alive and uh, you know help people. You know, play our part in helping people navigate these waters. You know, we're trying to navigate them ourselves. Yeah, tell that story. Showcase that. Showcase the story, the journey. Yeah, and. It's been important for us, you know, pre pre cannabis and or pre cannabis being legal and music, you know, it was always about 
although we're not like a music artist, a lot of what we do, I associate because I come from that as the, as the plight of an independent musician of trying to get on, right? I view very, I did that before I did this brand. I, they're very similar. And so independent I've, game. I've always been very passionate of just sharing my time or sharing what I've learned, the, yeah. the, especially the mistakes I've learned to hopefully, you know, save someone from losing that money or that time. Um, and so just we're real passionate about just, you know, sharing, sharing game information, whatever resources, you know, it's, uh, if people out there are hungry and, and willing to learn and, and want to do this shit, like, you know, let's we, go. We talk their ear off about that shit. So, man, yeah. shout out RMR. Shout out Joey over there. Shout <laughs> out Mitch. Good folks, man. So, um, man, let's let's get it, man. Smooth seas don't make skillful sailors. And the journey is the reward. Mm. On that note, mic drop. <laughs> mic drop over here with Anthony. Uh, thank you for joining us, everyone. Media Gel, Respect My Region, 40 Tons, All Making Moves 2022, Making an Impact. And we're just going to take this to the moon. Hell yeah. To the clouds. Yes. Clouds tonight. Yes. <laughs> cool. Oh. Ooh. Cool. That was good. That was, that was organic. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> we didn't even touch on any of the... Uh... Oh, it's all 